0: Hello everyone, welcome to HR Bytes, a podcast and video series to bring you stories of HR professionals who bring a think globally and act locally digital HR agenda to their work, everyday people who are driving digital transformations in their organizations, data driven and future fit digital HR leaders. This is your host, Jay Polaki, and today's guest is Anish Arvind. Anish is an HR professional turned entrepreneur, co-founder and principal consultant at SS Consulting and Marketing Analysis Research Solutions, Mars, in India. Anish has over two decades of experience in people functions across industries in India, and he has been placed by SHRM India in the expert cohort of the India HR Influencer Report in 2019. More recently, ETHR World placed him in the list of top 20 HR influencers on social media. Welcome to HR Bytes, Anish. How are you today?
1: Thank you, Jay. Thank you. And uh, it's a very uh, special honor for me. And uh, thank you for so much. They're doing great. Uh, looking forward to our conversation. Thank you.
0: Wonderful. So, you know, Anish, that HR leaders have been front and center during the past nine months uh, because of the pandemic. And, you know, there has been a massive shift um, in remote work due to this. Uh, What have you seen uh, with AI and automation and workforce wellness initiatives in your line of work?
1: Okay. um, In terms of AI uh, and automation. I think the pandemic has kind of uh, increased the acceptance of some of these. um, uh, I mean, they were around for a while now. Look at India, let's say, because we are pretty big in the IT um, software uh, development uh, side. So all these technologies were uh, were here and the people got to know about it. But there were a lot of naysayers around and um, there were fears going around. They were uh, uh, possible about uh, security on the cloud and whole host of stuff. Uh, kind of prevented HR tech from it. So I can use advert proliferation or uh, so. The pandemic, I would say, the the first um, maybe three months or so, um, uh, they, they were much more uh, uh, ready to kind of taking on some of these things. they were listening to some of these um, service providers and. Um, I think 10 months down the line, uh, we have seen from the results of some of those uh, service providers and IT companies, uh, they're all doing very well. So, so those are very good results for uh, digital transformation, if I, if I can use uh, that word, uh, which includes all the uh, subterms that you mentioned, um, AI uh, uh, and specifically HR tech. Um, I've seen um, uh, it, it going very, really, I mean, it went down in the first three months and then uh, kind of it sprang up um, because uh, of all the uh, the, the internet, the internet was I mean uh, it became more comfortable to people. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, so I think that this is from an India um, perspective. And I'm I'm um, I'm located at uh, one of the tier two centers in the country. Um, mm-hmm. So not in, in, in the metro So um, but we have very good connectivity thoughts uh, here. and are one of the a high tele density and um, internet penetration within the state so that also helped the local companies connect definitely
0: right um digital india is kind of the agenda on the the government's um, uh, radar, right. as well as you know, I, I when I come to India, I see a lot of that happening. I see a lot of digital forward uh, companies who are you know investing in the digital uh, infrastructure for their organizations. And so, I think because of this pandemic, that has definitely fast tracked, but also has been extremely helpful for folks who've been uh, asked to work from home and uh, kind right. of work remotely. So, definitely a blessing. disguise. I think that digital first agenda has really helped, I think. Um, so when we spoke earlier, you had mentioned how you are an avid birder and uh, you also uh, do a little bit of umpiring for your local cricket association. So tell us a little bit about how your social capital, uh, you know, outside of work with, within organizations, how has that played in generating and scaling innovation in HR uh, functions uh, at companies that you work with?
1: Yeah, so uh, these connections that uh, some of these uh, hobbies uh, and interests have given me as so uh, what these connections do is if you, let's call them social connections and if you look at um, it kind of helps the two way sharing uh, of kind of a depth based information okay uh, so um, it can be like links and videos and um, the other uh, learning material uh, so these um kind of that helped visualize the uh the 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 future state of um, what you want to kind of bring in uh in and inside the organization with them where i'm setting up or advising so um and and you would end up uh, uh knowing somebody who who, who knows the CxOs there or even the employees there so they would reach out through the network and find out that, okay, I have a connection with this guy. And and that is where really birding helps, because birding um, being a, a kind of a, I mean, let's say, common interest. So it brings in people from diversity. They can be people who are policemen. Um, so you'll end up, uh, say, while you're driving down, you'll find that uh, the traffic policeman comes over and asks the windows, we roll down and said, "You are the one who you, whom you've seen in that Facebook post." And so, where are you come, are you coming from? So it happens, So that kind of a, uh, and then that gentleman was connected to somebody else, and all these impacts the um, ability to share information and uh, increases credibility within the uh, those organizations. And because um, uh, the uh, Kerala is a very small state, if you look at, and very well networked. So. Uh, in terms of the communication thing. So people uh, can find each other out on the internet very, I mean, very, very quickly. So that that kind of helped. And uh, and and LinkedIn and all then uh, helped. Uh, so they, they would follow what I'm reading or I'm sharing. So that also increases some of these things. So I would say um, some of the global aspects uh, that I, I would otherwise would have taken it uh, taken uh, longer time for me to explain would kind of fail uh, through easier easily with some of these things. Or-
0: Absolutely. And, I mean, you know, technology is the great connector, um, you know, um, like you and I met over Twitter, right? Nine years ago yeah, at the right. Sherm uh, yeah. conference in Georgia, in Atlanta. I, yeah, so yeah, Atlanta, so remember, yeah. definitely a great connector. And especially in these days, you know, and definitely is helping us put the H back in HR, I think, uh, with the increase yeah. in automation and the increase in uh, technology adoption within our HR function. Um, you know, we had a lot of native, in the early in the early days when we were trying to um, put a digital first agenda in place in organizations. But now, I think everyone knows it's more a a necessity, not something, uh, you know, that's just good to have, but it's more a necessity and, and definitely is helping us manage and keep those connections alive definitely
1: you'd remember in atlanta there was shrm uh, had kept a hive hr beehive kind of a thing yes to, to get there were people dressed in bees costumes moving around <laughs> so and and people yes. who are going into those uh, conference rooms they were uh, kind of they had to pass through the hive and uh, they would volunteers we, we are all volunteers from the bloggers team who would go and ask people okay do you have a twitter account do you have a linkedin account so so we would help people get on to us so so it was uh, India. Of course, it took slightly longer for us to be there, but uh, because I got exposed to that thing there in 2012, I knew that this was going to come to India as well very soon. So uh, it was, uh, and there were some people. There were some early movers in India to whom I was connected with. So that really helped. And
0: uh, uh, absolutely, those, those were, absolutely, those were the days, right? We don't know if we'll ever go back to those conference days. I don't think we'll ever be in a bee costume again. <laughs> <laughs> yes. At a conference. <laughs> at <the> conference. <laughs> so, so um, Anish, you work with a lot of professionals at different stages of their careers and you are a mentor to a lot of them. What's one piece of advice you have for HR professionals who are looking to adopt or learn new technology in today's times?
1: Okay. Um, I would say if, if they can look at, um, they need to create a WIFM or what's in it for me for uh, that is the first step towards learning anything. The moment that wisdom is no, no, then that becomes, um, I would say, cemented as a purpose for which you can. So then you can learn. it, And then the next step would be the tools. My uh, suggestion for tool would be uh, design thinking. I, I would strongly recommend that they embrace uh, this whole concept uh, of design thinking. What it does is, it the base is of course empathy. And um, once, you um, get to that base of empathy, you would be able to even translate um, in the listener's words, right? Uh, listener, or, or listener-ready words kind of, if I can uh-huh. use that. So uh, that means, that, let's say I need to con- uh, influence a team uh, to get onto a particular uh, proposal on technology and, and, and then support the implementation. Mm-hmm. I will be able to position it with the help of design thinking basics to in a manner that they see a it. okay so what's in it for me for, from their side and, and that uh, i think that's the role of hr um, professionals to position it that way that makes it easier uh, for it to be um, uh, i mean I, I mean learned quicker then uh, uh, and they see that it they've been doing that in some bit it is a bit of leadership uh, piece as well at the end of it and once that happens somebody else will say okay that, that that hr person has been a good leader in They heralded through that phase, and uh, and especially pandemic has given many many opportunities for uh, HR to come back onto the center stage in some of these areas and um, show that they are true catalysts for uh, business transformation.
0: Absolutely, the the agility of our HR department in, in the past 10 months has definitely been front and center, you know, and we've been put to the test more than any other function in an organization I um, and I'm certain of that because it's a fact. So you know, we all spoke about HR in 2025 and how automation is going to be there by 2025. But 2020 actually did it for most of our departments. So, so what can you, uh, what can, what do you think HR can do to prepare our function for an increase in remote and hybrid work uh, now and in the future? So HR, I
1: believe, is in a Pivotal position where uh, we we are in a role where we can reduce the uh, fear psychosis and people which we um, uh, in in my uh, over two decades have seen that when, whenever uh, folks even leaders or, or even people who are the stakeholders when they are fearful of something and and pandemic of course is, 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 uh, you don't really. Need to explain what fear is to people, uh, like when in this course was just in, in the lockdown and from January and March of 2020. So if uh, HR can use technology as a catalyst to reduce fear across uh, uh, in in these areas of uh, any area of the data, and, and um, fear uh, is reduced by information. Uh, so communicate. Um, uh, so to design communication systems that can reduce fear and uh, frequent enough. And uh, one other caution would be things will go wrong. So, um, uh, so plan for some of those things as well and communicate those misses as well. So that they know, okay, we, and, and that will enable the stakeholders to learn from those mistakes and um, uh, understand that we're all vulnerable and um, things may not go well, but we're all in it together. And together. so that these. HR has a very, very critical role to kind of make all these things. visible. There's a lot of... Uh, and, and in some places, you may have to encourage the the key stakeholder to do the communication. It can be a CXO. Uh, because, and a lot of HR folks might want to step into the role themselves because they might know some of these things, you see, but you have to kind of hold your uh, 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 host at the point of time and then make sure that the, the relevant role player gets to do those things.
0: And, you know, you, give you them stand... empower them to uh, take yes, on that yes. role and, and you know, kind of communicate uh, what they think would um, help.
1: Facilitate the communication. You might have to add, give them data. You might have to give them those reports, visualize, make them, help them visualize it to their uh, subordinates and team. So that's, that's the, uh, and this happens both external as well as internal, because externally you have to be focused on what is increasing the fear. There can be an external event that is increasing the fear in the internal uh, stakeholder uh, unless you're connected to that external event or and can uh, connect it to the co- context you may not know why um, people are not maybe uh, getting influenced the way you want and yeah. so that is uh, th- that that would be my uh, take on what um, hr can do
0: Thank you, That that's definitely um, something that resonates with me and uh, I'm sure it'll re- resonate with a lot of our audience as well. Um, you know, agile HR and being data driven is key for us to, um, kind of leap forth into the future and, and be the department that our CEO wants us to be. You know, we often ask ourselves, are we doing uh, the work that our CEO wants us to do in the HR departments? And if we constantly ask ourselves that question, I think it will definitely help us become more agile and become more um, a data-driven function that um, the organization can look up to. So that brings us to our question connection uh, section of our uh, podcast and video series today. Um, who is one person that you, uh, in, you think that we should connect with in HR tech and that we should all know?
1: Okay. Uh, this 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 uh, person named Sally-Ann. Uh, uh, her, I, I'll send you her uh, LinkedIn uh, uh, profile after this thing. So Salian was first introduced to me at a SHRM Tech event. Uh, we were judges for uh, HR, uh, uh, I think, Hackathon. There was a HR Tech startup, the uh, uh, students and others were having, uh, moving in and some solutions to HR Tech. It was a competition, so we were judges there. So it was, And it was this, I mean, during this year, I mean, last year, that is. I mean, we specifically after last year, so, that uh, So why I find, uh, uh, so she has an interesting HR tech product. Uh, she um, kind of, if I would say, who enables the human abilities of, um, of our species using technology. So, uh, so like she addresses us as, okay, lovely human. So, so that's that kind of uh, a connection uh, she established and she has now created a unique global community um and, and we kind of of mentors who can uh, uh so there is a evaluation system of mentors um, so uh, and, and all that is done by her tech platform and so that is enabling learning uh so this unique community of um, human uh, uh skill enthusiasts i would say so she's um i, I, I would uh, it, it's a great honor that it was through FHRM that i got to connect to her and we're looking forward to uh, the, uh, the the partnering with her and some of the people.
0: Absolutely. And I'll link her LinkedIn profile in the show notes as well. What's your favorite HR podcast?
1: Okay, let me uh, answer this in a different way. To me, there is, uh, HR is all about understanding the business. So um, one of the uh, recent uh, podcast uh, the last couple of months say, is the one by Reid Hoffman, Masters of Scale. Uh, so, why i consider it hr type because it's about um uh, uh, people who have scaled their company from different sectors so uh, basically cxos or co-founders who, and, and taking them, us through their journey and um uh, the one i listened to last was from the workday founder co-founder uh, anil bushri so um so uh, uh, nobody can say it is not HR or HR tech. Stuff, uh, once... I listen.
0: I listen to this podcast. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: So so if I had if I had said okay, oh this is uh, this is not an HR podcast. So if I had missed that, then I would miss the whole journey of how Workday came about and, and how people. saw the whole and, and he talks about culture building and how um, a lot about hiring. Why is that uh, that, that the first five hundred people um, in, this, in Workday he was involved in, directly involved in hiring. So some of those things are, are the ones that I'm trying um, uh, to connect the SME founders here in Kerala so, and southern part of the country. So these kind of examples uh, and, and uh, listening from the horse's mouth really helps. So that's one of the reasons. So Masters of Scale um, by reach Hoffman is my
0: Wonderful. And what's your favorite LinkedIn learning um, series or webinars um, in the recent past that relates to HR technology? So uh,
1: I'm not sure about LinkedIn, but Josh uh, uh webinars and some of the articles that you link, there are some. I happen to uh, be uh, uh, in one of his master classes through one of our uh, HR tech events by People Matters. Uh, uh, twice. Uh, yeah. So, um, and I've been following him for like uh, about seven, eight years now on um, so a lot of uh, free resources as well in some of these and master classes courses, uh, paid sessions. So, um, uh, and um, I've not found him on LinkedIn Learning yet, but there are courses through, uh, uh, I think, the Bersin Academy now. And some yes. of our SHRM uh, bloggers are also part of his uh, yes. master trainer list. So,
0: yes,
1: that would I would recommend for it, uh, tech enthusiasts.
0: Absolutely. I met Josh at the HR tech conference in 2019 uh, in Vegas here, and he was just phenomenal. Uh, of course, after we met him, we were supposed to catch up, but um, 2020 happened. and <laughs> There we are. Yeah. <laughs> so, so given the upheaval of all things work in 2020, what's one workplace trend you think is here to stay?
1: To me, the, collaboration online collaboration tools uh, that um, kind of uh, it it was there it was used by people uh, in the tech world that is the IT company but what pandemic has done is uh, it has kind of pushed it way to the non-tech companies and uh, it they were they are more believers now in the non-tech world, that online um, collaboration can happen online. Uh, you know, do do not always need a coffee um, or or water cooler kind of a situation. You can kind of replicate that um, uh, in in the online situations as well. Uh, especially with people who have met each other and who were together for maybe two or three years on, and those are the people. In in the in the newbies, you might take slightly longer. So I so to me. Um, uh, and audio and video uh, can be switched on and off at will so uh, like so, so zoom is my favorite now we are on zoom again and um, so enabling and what zoom does is it can give you uh, multiple end users with the recording or, or the, the the or the actual event or the original content that you create you can do sound alone you can do video you can edit it quickly so and all this is Im- uh, increasing the uh, collaborative capacity of such uh, tools, um, and and gaming as well um, brought um, uh, the, the, um, something in. So I would I would if I would take a peek, it will be online collaboration tools. I'm really looking forward to um, global proliferation of uh, simpler uh, solutions coming in around that
0: absolutely i'm wearing my zoom jacket today so that's the trend that i uh-huh. think is going to stay <laughs> So, how do you give back um how do you give back to the hr community anish
1: okay um i happen to really enjoy doing this i've even created a hashtag called give and get hashtag give and get about uh, two years back uh, so to me it's learning and sharing back so uh, Whatever I get to learn, like, so I would have shared this, uh, the podcast that I listen to, if I find a new podcast or if, if the old postcard, podcast, I get new one, I might, uh, I'll definitely share it on Twitter and LinkedIn. So learning and sharing is one part. Creating and curating um, uh, content, which is, again, searchable. So I make it in a manner that people searching for this would be able to find it easy. So, uh, because I know people, I mean, um, uh, human beings have the urge to learn, and they will. There will be HR people who will be searching for it, so they'll, they'll, they'll get to it. And uh, my, I am a huge fan of crea- using the existing platforms because HR has been around for um, 70, 80 years in various names and forms across the globe. So, if you look at uh, platforms like SHRM, um, in, in in on a global scale, CIPD in the UK, and I think HR is more global than uh, the other ones. And uh, if I look at India, then there is NHRA and NIPM. These are all uh, systems who are already there. They have a constitution there. Uh, So uh, HR process can actually piggyback on some of those systems and then help them grow. And uh, uh, that's what I I do. I've personally been involved in some of these things. And um, of late, I've got into creation of research papers as well. Uh, because whatever you uh, um, i I've, uh, my the second one will get published so I'm, I'm i'm a newbie to that so not many research papers yet but but i'm i'm excited about um, uh, not just on the social media you create it and with with a uh, peer reviewed uh, journals and all so you create some of them and uh, the last part um, last october um, um, you use the term agile so me and a friend have launched something called as hr as a Catalyst. So so the website is acharascatalyst.com and um, it's a kind of a collaboration between Agile uh, philosophy and uh, Measurable HR. So uh, that is something which we have kind of launched uh, online and you want to kind of let it stay around and add content to it on a social thing. and uh, So it's a kind of a framework. Uh, We have termed it as a framework to succeed in an evolving world. So there's a lot of um because evolution will happen whether we like it or not so uh, so we, we kind of um we want to kind of uh, use those um, nuances and and the depth of evolution to kind of learn uh, and keep learning and sharing so that's how i would uh, and i uh, i'm looking forward to uh, doing more and more of that and um
0: Absolutely. Thank you so much for everything you do for the HR community. Uh, You know, it it does reverberate across the globe. I can tell you that uh, because your reach is global. So definitely keep doing what you're doing. So thank you so much for being a guest on my show today. And I'm sure all the insights that you've shared will resonate with many of our HR colleagues across the globe. And if our listeners would like to connect with you, what is the best way for them to reach you, Anish?
1: LinkedIn and Twitter. Uh, that would be the best um, way. Um, if, uh, if they know my name, then I'm. Uh, uh, if they do a Google search, I would. My Twitter or LinkedIn would definitely come in the first place, and that that will be for sure. So they they do not need to remember an email ID or phone number, and all they'll reach me quickly. So
0: I'll link your LinkedIn and Twitter profile links in the show notes as well. So thank you for tuning in everyone and I look forward to bringing you more global stories of everyday HR professionals doing great technology work in their organizations. Thank you and have a great day.
1: Thank you Jay and it was a great honor catching up and really enjoyed the conversation. All the best to your efforts to get these HR vibes across to the global audience. Thank you.